Welcome to another episode of Demystifying K-Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch K-Porn, I've definitely helped to get off. Uh, joining me again for the third time, not in a row, but for the third time in the series, uh, he is a, a model, a porn star, an adult entertainer, a content creator. What else? What else can we possibly call you? Kink, kink master, Ooh, right? That's a new one. Uh, <laughs> a, a fetish fetish icon Ooh. i'd say and wow. um all these like <laughs> these positive things. and good old atlas grant how are you i'm so good so happy to be back um i keep getting messages from like people who listen to the show and like they bring up like the stories that we talked about mm. so I'm, I'm happy to be back yeah this is the third season this is the third season isn't that crazy Ooh. 60 62 episodes jesus um it's it's crazy it's a it's um a passion project still uh, nobody's picked it up. Um, then again, it's really hard to market, and I'm trying my best, and I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So, um, little by little, it, it's out there. I mean, yeah, um, maybe twenty or thirty messages after we did the one about my my dirty client. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, oh no. I want to. It was so funny. <laughs> I want to dive into more. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so, what's happened in the last year? The last time I saw you was almost around this time last year. Yeah, um, I think COVID had, like, we were just starting, like, recover-ish from COVID. And now we're back here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we're just reliving it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, COVID kind of put, like, the fear of God into me. And, like, I was like, I'm not going outside. I was, like, wiping my bags with, like, mm -hmm. my groceries with, like, Clorox wipes while we still had them. And, like, I wasn't going out at all. I was just playing, like, Animal Crossing on my Switch. <laughs> It was, my, my apartment looked really scary because it's just three men laying on the floor with three cats binge watching Real Housewives playing Animal Crossing. Um, but yeah, um, I, everything changed. I went from like I, I felt like I like got my footing in porn mm -hmm. right before the pandemic hit, and like I was working in Europe and I was having a lot of fun meeting new people, talking to new studios, and then they're like, "Hey, get back home!" Like I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, and then it just. You know, like when you're on that track and you're like doing really well and you don't want to slow down because then you feel like you would just stop. That kind of happened. Mm. And I was like, I don't fucking want to do porn anymore. Like, so you've been um, since March. MIA. Okay. So since March. Since March, I haven't. Uh, um, the last scene I filmed was, am I allowed to say? Yeah, sure. Um, I, last scene I did was um, for Naked Sword. I did the Everybody um, film, which was great. How was that? Yeah. Um, it was possibly the most different porn I've ever done in my life. Um, first, first scene with Naked Sword? My first scene with Naked Sword, like I've done like sister companies like for them, but like the sub companies, um, it was my first time working for Naked Sword mm -hmm. and um, it was supposed to be the most inclusive scene. And I think they did, they did great with casting. They, um, they definitely got very different people. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was received too well. Um, but what, what were you cast in? I was cast in as the for the bear scene. Mm -hmm. um, I think I was casted. I, the, the guy that I filmed with, my co-star, he wasn't a bear. But um, I feel like that's more of a you choose how to define yourself. Mm -hmm. He was, was an otter. He was like, yeah, he was like a chunky otter. He was adorable. He was very nerdy, very cute, very my type. But um, he was new, brand new, never did porn before. Or if he did, he never like completed. Mm -hmm. So um, this was a very, very big undertaking. I remember applying for years to like 
a naked really? sword and okay. never getting a response back. So like, I was like, I'm not fucking up my, my first time after applying so many times. So were you a uh, top or a bottom? For top. The team? Okay. I was the top. And I mean, the shot was beautiful Um beautiful camera work. Um, the scene was great. It was just, you know, some bumps, especially mm-hmm. when you put a new person into a scene, especially at that caliber where they expect such. Were there uh, first time jitters or first time yeah. problems? There, there, there was a lot of first time <laughs> problems, but I respected the, my co-star. I mean, he was a sweetheart. Um, also, you're when you when you do like a studio scene like that where it's like expected six to eight hours Mm -hmm. and you're doing a whole bunch of b-roll and you have to do every position from every angle because they don't know what they want to use and then you put someone new who's never even done like a you know treasure island is is a good way of filming because it's there's usually one cameraman and it's a roving camera it's not stationary and it's kind of just like it's like real sex Mm. and i think you should always do like a real sex scene first before going into storylines yeah so that way you you what you find out by doing real sex on camera, you find out whether or not you can do porn because if you can't get hard or if you're nervous and you can't look, you look at the camera like you learn a lot from mm-hmm. those studios, and then just to jump straight in to like naked sword where the, like they're expecting you know don't put your face, turn this way yeah turn, yeah turn out like oh cheat out and all that stuff and like I mean yeah yeah. I, I was actually while you were saying that we didn't I don't know if we did that enough actually I'm so sorry no don't worry about it I wasn't um, thinking oh because we just shot a suck scene for Treasure Island for, it was super fun yeah Gianluca and you um, it was a good scene it was very it's very, big very passionate very big penis yeah very yeah very big dick <laughs> it curves down uh, a little bit and um, it was hits, very hits the right it. spot it does right i mean i feel like if we did a sex scene i would want to be on my back for most of it but um yeah digging down yeah dig yeah. It, just <laughs> digging, bitch. um very passionate i feel like you you'd be a great lover while you were talking about working for naked sword um i've come to like the shoots that we do even though they're like 20 minutes 25 minutes of shoot time it's roving cameras awesome but sometimes you really will miss something. Oh my you God. Gotta yes. be, you got to be no. able to do it. It's- I, so my whole thing, every time you're filming, I feel like, I feel like so bad. I'm like, shit, it, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing because you're standing there. And then all of a sudden, like he was hugging me and then pushed. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. Oh, don't worry. I'll follow. Like, I'll follow. Like, don't push that yeah. way because we're going into like the black zone where like the lights terrible. And then the camera can't see anything. There, yeah. There were definitely a couple of times. And I've had that happen with a lot of, um, only fan models, um, who, who start doing porn. Uh, they need more direction and well, I'm not used so to it. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, used yeah, to yeah. the stationary, the, um, the iPhones there. Yeah. And like they, they might not work to their iPhone, but they know it's there. So yeah. like, it's going to get everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to sometimes remember that because there are times, even new people where like I'm telling them, okay, well, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And you can see the deer in the headlights look because they don't know what you're talking about. I don't miss production. I don't miss being on the team. Cause I feel like that'd be a shit show right now because everybody does porn. Everybody has only fans. And that's not like a read. I think it's amazing. Um, our community is not being so judgy anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people are like, this is a legit business. And I love that. But I feel like if I was, if I was being a production assistant again, I'd be like, Hey, 
You know, just open your hip. Open. Yeah. Just like it's it's. You're right. Everybody does do porn now. It's very. People who judge the shit out of us in the beginning, they're on OnlyFans now. And I'm like, oh, so lame. Everybody does porn, but it's also, not everybody has to do porn. And I think that it's it's one of those things where now kids, because I've met some people that are like in their 20s, like literally 19, 20. Mm -hmm. And they'll, oh, I'm thinking about starting a page. And I'm like, okay, well, you're thinking about starting a page. Do you know what, like, have you thought about everything that goes into it? Um, And then like within a month, they drop out. So I don't think everybody has to do it. Especially like if they're that young and they're like, they have future goals that are outside of porn. Like I'm applying to a job soon and I have to scrub my social media, my personal social media, not my work one. Cause that's a totally different name. Yeah. Um, everything's disconnected from who I am outside of porn. I was like, shit, I have to scrub my, my fucking Instagram and like get rid of all this stuff. Cause mm. they want my social media. Oh, they do. They want to know my social media because they might want me to like use my social media, to promote and stuff like that. Oh, but, um, okay. Equinox. Oh, okay. fingers crossed. Yeah. But, yeah. Fingers crossed. Anyway. Um, but yeah, this, I'm scared for them because like a lot of jobs want to see your social media and they mm-hmm. do like background mm-hmm. checks and they see that background That's checks. Like, and if you have an incendiary tweet, from 10 years ago i don't good luck anything bad well good i My, mean but. i never so like i always see like all these porn stars and they're friends of mine i love them to death but they always get in twitter fights and i was like it's not that hard not yeah. to do it i was like literally just you know no one watched bambi growing up yeah. like if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all like that's like the first lesson you learn in being yeah. a person i think yeah. <laughs> you know I, like, I, you I, learn that in kindergarten i have never gotten into a twitter fight i am Am I, am I lying? No, I've never gone. I never instigated one mm-hmm. or participated in one. Like if someone said something negative to me, I was like, does that make you feel happy? Mm. What was the goal? <laughs> like, what was the goal you were trying to get by saying this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Cause you're just a bot. And then I can't do it. I stay away from looking at anything. Uh, a lot of times that people write, even on the podcast, uh, I don't care what they say about the porn. I don't care because everybody yeah. has a different taste. Everything, yeah. whatever you like, we, okay, watch it. I have no problem with it. But when it gets to, oh, well, your voice this or your voice that or this person or that, like when it gets too personal, I'm like, all right, oh, yeah. this is your problem. It's not my problem. I was like, you're the reason why gay people fucking suck most of the time. Yeah. Because you're like attacking their voice. <laughs> yes. But- yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Um, first of all, are you still taking clients? Um, so... I recently opened Rent Men when I was in Detroit. I did a live show for Menjo's and I was like, let me just see what's going on. Cause I, so when Rent Men, when COVID hit, Rent Men gave everybody the option to freeze their account and I froze it and I just reopened it now. And I was like, Oh God, bombardment. <laughs> um, I want to go back into it. Um, I think I need to update my pictures cause mm-hmm. now it's been a year and I do not look the same and I don't want to get, you know, those negative um, reviews. The stars. Like, the yeah, Yelp. Like, he does not the look like Yelp reviews. <laughs> I was like, I've, I've lost, um, I've lost maybe like 30 or 40 pounds of like muscle and fat. So I don't look exactly how I look in those pictures anymore. So you look good. Thank you. I'm, yeah. trying. I'm trying to get back on track. It's just being healthy is expensive. Yeah. Being unhealthy is so much cheaper. Hey, well, welcome to America. I know, right? <laughs> I, I was, um, when I was escorting and doing porn and my OnlyFans was like in the top tier and I was doing really well, I was like, fuck yeah, we'll eat, you know, healthy chicken breasts every day and like free range like, organic. Yeah, like we were doing like everything healthy. Our bodies were amazing. Like our doctors were so proud of us. And then <laughs> the pandemic hit and it's like, 
either Checkers, Burger King, McDonald's, then Chinese food, and then always Taco Tuesday. And I'm like, my liver's going <laughs> to... It's like, I'm going to die. But, um, yeah. Um, I want to go back to escorting. Um, I'm getting more comfortable with uh, meeting with people who are strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to give them a bad experience, and I don't know if I'm good at the whole um, creating the fantasy anymore. Like, I don't want to take a client and then not give them what they asked. Mm-hmm. Like I want to deliver the full thing. Like, so if I was doing boyfriend experience, I want to be able to hold this person and, you know, remember everything they tell me and, you know, rub their feet and, you know, put them through the whole motion. Mm-hmm. Or if it was a fetish person, I want to be able to, you know, become dominant. And it's, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of acting, but it's also a lot of like getting into that okay. character and like, so walk me through when you do clients that are, I've heard one of the hardest one is the boyfriend experience. It is because it's really emotional. Um, I actually lost my. Um, I had a really good client in Paris. Um, he would fly me out there every other month. Um, his wife knew about me. Um, it was really intense because I knew about his children. Like, I would, you know, out of actual real concern, I would ask him, like, you know, how is your daughter doing? Oh something happened with her in school or he missed one of her soccer games or f- football games and um his son is like acting up and like i, had to, I knew everything about his life mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. knew bits and pieces of mine just enough to where it felt like we were on equal footing but um it's really personal and like it's i had to advise like my my porn son to actually cut one of his regular clients off from the boyfriend experience because he got crazy and he didn't cut him off, and then he ended up stealing money from his um, PayPal account because they got way too... Wow, they had a joint PayPal account? I have no idea how it happened, but money was taken out of his account, and um, the guy was absolutely creepy. So you have to understand where like you are being paid an allowance to be this person's you know boyfriend experience, mm-hmm. and um, but you still need to be yourself outside of the experience. Yeah. So that's... a it's it's overwhelming. It can be. So you shouldn't have more than like three or four boyfriend experience clients that are long term, because then they get develop great. Like he ended up marrying um, the escort that came after me. They're together now. He's some escort from Copenhagen, um, and now they're together. It's just um, it's a very intense experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to set a lot of boundaries. Like um, he would always book us a room that was shared together. And I would never get to sleep in the beginning. I was like, I need to sleep. <laughs> and he would try to like fuck me while I'm sleeping. I'm wow. like, get the fuck okay. off me. <laughs> like, no. So I'm going to set boundaries. Always get your own room. Quick check. Okay. I always get nervous. No. I have fine. nobody behind us. Yeah. To like make sure everything's going right. I filmed, I filmed a whole, um, I filmed <laughs> the scene with Stevie Tricks. Mm. We filmed the whole scene nothing recorded it was supposed to be my breakout scene my first scene with an ftm model like we were friends for a long time but um my first time ever filming with an ftm model and none of it none of the content that sucks i was so angry because it was like a real moment like real moment like no need for viagra Mm -hmm. um my first time having to have sex with someone that i didn't need to use lube it was fucking amazing um it was a great 
great scene. I'm so angry that like we have none of that footage. Yeah. Just remember, everyone, if you're shooting OnlyFans videos or any kind of content, <laughs> always check for the record button. Yes, and like take a break. Don't yeah. don't get into it. Like you remember, <laughs> it's work. Always check your camera angle just in case too. Uh, I did an interview with Romeo Romeo Davis. I don't know if you saw that. I love Romeo. Yeah, it was a great interview, and I had interviewed Drew Dixon right before, and. Uh, I set up the camera and the camera slowly started falling. I got new equipment now that doesn't yeah. do that, but Very it slowly equipment. started. Thank you. <laughs> I feel it's, like you step your game up with your equipment. Every time I see you, like you had those really good, like stationary lights. One of those times where we were in like 23rd, like on by Herald square. And then I was like, Oh my God, the lights are getting so much better. Yeah. I, I still have one. I always throw up a softbox. I always think that that's cool. Um, the accent lighting I use for here. I can't use it for work. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, these guys, I think, um, um, Alessio Vega uses the, the thing that's holding up the iPhone for, um, um, the for shooting. Point. Well, yeah, this, this whole setup right here. Um, so I saw him using it and I was like, oh, that, that's very, very smart, especially for an iPhone. You don't have to put your flashlight or the, mm -hmm. the light that's on there. Cause I think it's a bit too jarring. This one you can turn down, um, yeah, so it seems to work really well. Except, you know what I noticed? I've been shooting a couple of things with the iPhone. And when you shoot, and if you move too quick on the video, it changes colors. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, it doesn't adjust quick enough. Yeah, so I'm hoping that the upgrade will, will change that. Yeah, I know. Because I, I, I do like shooting with the iPhone, I, depending. I, for OnlyFans, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, the first time a director did that, I... It was years ago. The camera quality was not good enough. Mm -hmm. But um, he did that. And I was like, hold the fuck up. You're expecting the highest level out of me. And you're just throwing an iPhone on the floor. And it's like, get the undershot. I was yeah. like, get on the floor. When I was, when I was doing, when I was being the second cameraman, I had to get my ass on the floor and like film from underneath mm -hmm. and like get the mm -hmm. cum onto my face. Like yeah. get on the Some floor. Scars, yeah. No, but now I think, I think it's actually probably smarter to use iPhones than going through like a DSL, like all those other high expensive mm -hmm. cameras. Like, well, DSLRs are great. They have, they, they give you a completely different quality of, of, of shoot. The thing is, is DSLRs look good set on, and we're going to get really technical and nerdy, but don't worry. They, they're really good. 23.97, right? So a lower frame rate and it gives it that like filmic, look it's gorgeous yeah the reason why and i i don't know a lot of if a lot of people um a lot of gay porn companies use it but 60p mm -hmm. the less frames you drop the better it is for especially if you have a studio that doesn't take pictures or anything you if you a... yeah if you do 60p you're not losing that many frames and it's quick um it's just i don't know how websites adapt to 60p i always suggested that we that we do our we take our stills from our shoots so that way we don't make because like when we were working in Vegas, we would wear out the models because mm -hmm. they would do the they would map out they would map out the scene by doing the stills first. So you had to have your erection. You, you have to you pretty much having sex without having sex. You have to have the full erection the whole time, and then you have to go into the scene and start it over. And it's like the models forgot how we mapped out the scene. They were already exhausted because we did so many photos. And then afterwards, after you do the shoot and the model didn't come. And then you'd have to do even more photos because the models did stuff that were not that was not mapped out on the photos mm -hmm. in the scene. So then you have to get those photos. I was like, it's too much. I was like, you're paying them three hundred dollars for this. Yeah, I I think um, photos are great, 
I don't think they need to be that much, especially because no one if you, if you put on a picture, if you put a picture up on Twitter, you're guaranteed not to get that many likes. I mean, maybe one teaser would be cool, yeah. especially if it's people that haven't worked together, a new person, um, somebody that's very popular. But even still, I find gifts work yeah. much better. And of course, but like if video. I, so for me, when I, when I see a, a video that I want to jerk off to, it has to be like that action, like not, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's that scene that's like amazing. Like it's that one part of that scene that's like so stand out. Mm-hmm. And that's like the perfect advertisement moment. Like it's not a single photo. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I was like, sometimes even those corny ass, um, the corny gifts where it's like they're acting. It's like, oh, yeah. and it's like too much. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, that guy's cute. I'm going to yeah. watch it. Okay. Like, uh, you, I know what you're talking about. The, like the little advertisement one. Yeah. I was like, they oh pop up and. Yeah, like, everybody. Yeah, perfect. I was like, those are the per- they chose the perfect moment. Yeah, to film. usually I don't. Do you edit when you do your OnlyFans? I'm really bad. Okay. At it. I mean, I do. I I try my best. It's just I don't like watching myself have sex. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a trick. I don't know if you do this, or I don't know how how what people. What do you use? I use Premiere. Okay. Um, I started out in Final Cut, and one of the things that I find over the past maybe six or seven years that I've been doing. Uh, especially when you're working for when I, this is back in RFC days, but it was a small post-production and by small, I mean just me. And if you have to get shit done after, at a certain point, you have to know how to kind of maximize your time. So while I'm editing the scene, I'm already taking the best parts of it, mm-hmm. putting it on top and taking my trailer. And eventually you, you might have two minutes, but your trailer is going to be a minute. You cut all the best parts down to a minute and then you continue doing uh, the rest of your when stuff. You were, when I filmed with you, when you were still doing um, Rough Fuck Club, I remember like the scene turnouts were so quick. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, we filmed that a month ago. Yeah, the, well, the bank is not deep when it comes to that. They have um, like eight videos in the can. They, um, they push a lot out a lot. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think I like it, it keeps the material fresh. And it'll come out within a month. And the model still looks the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, no shade. No shade to Treasure Island. I know. I filmed a scene with them when I first first started with Brian Bonds and Kenny out in um, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I had hair. Um, I had hair on my head. I had thicker eyebrows. I was also maybe ten pounds heavier with muscle, but like I looked healthy. And then they released it like three years later. Yeah, yeah. I had no hair on my head. My eyebrows were fucked. I, I'd started using Botox. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen Brian Bonds in like two years. I haven't seen him since his break, since everything happened in Vegas. And then I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, wow, that was three. There was a three year hold on that video. Yeah. Um, but I also did, th- I did like two or three videos of Brian Bonds for Treasure Island. So that made more sense. They just kept pushing it back. It's very well put together. They have a lot of content. Yeah, they're the way it's run is very well. That's all I can say. Well, it's you guys, just, you guys are like a global company, though. It's yeah, like, it's great. They you, just you film in London, you film in San Francisco. New there's York. a South African. Um, are you fucking serious? Yeah, there's a shooter in South Africa. I just found out. I want to go to South Africa, yeah, Treasure Tim, Island. Tim, South Africa. I forgot what they called it. They call it, and I, and I was like, wait, what? I didn't hear about this. Fly me out. I will do ten <laughs> scenes. You'll make your money off me. I want to go to South Africa. Yeah, that would be a my, cool shoot. I have all my vaccines and I have my passport. Oh, there you go. And you can fly then. Um, so really quick, just to get back to a couple, I, I want to ask you a little more about escorting only because um, when somebody contacts you, 
and they have a specific thing that they want to do. Do you get I do all research. the info? I was going to say. I So um, early on when I first started, I was um, very naive. Mm-hmm. And I um, I would just go to an address that someone sent me. But um, when someone gives me like a full script, like, I mean, when, oh, not that I don't appreciate it because I do. I appreciate you knowing what you want so I can deliver what you want. But when it's like strict, like, and we, we attempt to do it and then it doesn't work, we can't go off script. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's not working. But um, no, t- I tend to do a lot of research before time. Like, um, like if someone has a favorite sports team and they want to have like that bro-y, that bro-y boyfriend experience where like they want to watch their favorite football team and they want to like have snacks and like chill and watch football. I don't want to sound like an idiot. So mm-hmm. I have to, I, I mean, I played football in high school, but like, Playing football in high school is different than watching the NFL. So I had to learn about his favorite team and like figure out certain stats just to make sure I don't sound like an idiot. Cause I'm like, last time I watched football for fun was early 2000s. Like, I mean, I'll go to a game, but mm-hmm. like, you know, so I do a lot of research. I feel like it's, it's, especially if someone's paying that much money for your time. Cause an over, a boyfriend experience is tend to be overnight and mm-hmm. overnights are a little pricey. Yeah. Um, if they're spending that much money, they deserve, they deserve the research. They deserve the effort. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, did you wear a Jersey? Yeah, you did. I wore a Jersey and then I realized I didn't need to wear a Jersey. <laughs> um, you, yeah, it was fun. Um, but well, you tried though. That was no, nice. I, no, I did. I tried yeah. like, um, an ex of mine works for, um, city field mm-hmm. and like, I didn't even know he was into sports. <laughs> But like I have, he gave me um, a special card with like, I forgot how much money's on it. But it's you give it to you give it to people randomly. So I use it and I bought a couple like Mets jersey, like you know everything I needed, hats, jerseys, stuff like that. Um, I did a couple of baseball games and you know thanks for friends and like yeah. good places that don't yeah. mind helping you and supporting you. Um, thanks, Evan. I'm gonna tell you a story of an escort that I knew. Uh, doesn't escort anymore. But Do I know them? I don't think so. This is like 2010. Okay. Um, and he was German. Oh. And he had a... Oh, you may know him then. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had a client that was Jewish. Oy. Oy vey. And the client that was Jewish liked... No. ...him to dress up in an SS uniform. No. Yes. Did he do it? Yeah. He did it probably a little more prouder than he should have been but he did it and he got paid don't worry he did it and he got paid well but you know that was that guy's fetish and i, I can't think of anybody better to do it than that one yeah but um because um, he's in the one that we're talking about in real life he's um has something to do with acting now currently no okay no okay. <laughs> no no oh thank god it that's a that different one. story um <laughs> No, I so I don't do race play. I also it's a very hard stop. I don't do race play, and I don't do anything that causes me to bleed. Um, I definitely would not be doing anything. Well, I mean Nazis, but um, yeah, I know what. Basically, what I want to know, I I already got a very outrageous story from you last season uh, that everybody loved. And uh, did you get contacted from people that were interested in it too? They weren't interested in the act itself, uh, or. 
they were just talking about like, they can't believe I did it, that it's cool that I wasn't making someone feel gross or, you know, putting someone down for mm-hmm. what they enjoyed. And I was willing to actually go through, go the extra mile and do the thing that made them happy. Um, I just had a lot of people, people really liked that, that episode. Um, maybe like 20 or 30 messages about that particular episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just, um, they were like, no one ever talks about stuff like that. Especially since, I mean, the person I just filmed with just agreed. Like it's one of the number one things that people ask for, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I still find very shocking, but um, it is. It's very common, and no one talks about it on podcasts. No one talks about it on TV or social media, and people are very ashamed. Very ashamed. I mean, I I have one client in Philly that's still there, and like he hit me up, but I haven't been on. I haven't been on anything. I've been really good. I haven't been on Scruff Grinder or Rentman or. Well, you're pretty busy nowadays, aren't oh, yeah, you? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm... Well, let's let's now that you mentioned that, let's talk a little bit about. Uh... The OnlyFans situation because oh, so it's all, still there. It's new, and um, I don't know what they're planning on doing. Um, OnlyFans. So I don't want to do for my fans. It's just the platform isn't. I tried to do it, and it wasn't. I I was like lost. It was mm. like you know, if my father or my mother was trying to use TikTok. It's like my parents are in their seventies. Seeing them well, on TikTok would be ridiculous. It's it's run by a company or the person, the company that started uh, the script for it is very confusing. I'm so confused by it. So, yeah, it's and I, they don't offer that much help, so you kind of have to. I tried looking up tutorials. I yeah, couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, and just for fans, I'm not allowed on. <laughs> oh, you're not. Yeah, no, I don't. Well, I think I had a disagreement with the owner. And I was like, I started removing my content, but I did it so I did it quietly. Like I didn't shame him, and I didn't like attack him on social media or anything. I just I prefer my method of like you know removing myself from a situation is removing myself from a situation, and no one needs to know about mm-hmm. it. So I guess some drama was happening, and it doesn't align with my it doesn't align with who I am as a person. So I removed all my content mm-hmm. without making a big stink, and then he like messaged me about it and I was like, I just want to remove my content and that's that. Um, you didn't address the thing that happened and I'm uncomfortable. And I guess he blocked me because I tried to remake my account when <laughs> OnlyFans went down. I was like, Oh, let me just sign back in. Damn. I couldn't sign back in. I was like, Oh, it's probably cause you know, I need to create a new username and password. I tried doing that. And it was like file not found. And I was like, wow. Ooh. I was like petty bitch, but I don't. I don't like him. In, I don't like him as a person outside of porn, and so I'm still happy he's not making money off me. I was in like the top, you know, pretty top percent in OnlyFans mm-hmm. for a while before COVID. And thank you guys for supporting me through COVID, even though I wasn't posting as frequently. You guys kept me afloat and you saved my life. And I understand why everyone left when when they made that announcement. Yeah. On OnlyFans. I, I think um, eventually what because a lot of things were speculated and. I'm so nervous. Yeah, well, I feel like there was a revisionist way of going about it. Because before that announcement was made, there were ads and there were things that were like, oh, um, musicians and, and artists. And, and, and personal yeah, trainers. And, I was and, like, and it was like, uh, not really. It no was, one. <laughs> 98% or 99% of their content creators are porn. Yeah. And um, ridiculous. I think if they did want to go that route, they could have just started you know, OnlyFans Presents something because OnlyFans well, is not a good name anyway in my opinion OnlyFans 
and and the people that are on it, they don't really have fans before they get on it. So, it's, it's okay, the worst thing that's, ever. That, that's how it was explained to me. That's why I was late to OnlyFans was because um, I started. To, I already had a career in porn, um, and I didn't start OnlyFans until I think I waited till I had like thirty thousand or forty thousand fans on Twitter, and I was like, you know what? Um, even if five percent of these people subscribe, that'd be enough. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy. I won't be greedy, and I'll be okay. And then when I hit, I, I so I started around like thirty, forty thousand fans on, I mean, followers on Twitter, and then I was like, I'll do it. I'm stupid. I should have just started OnlyFans from the beginning. Okay. I shouldn't have waited. I mean, I already had a fan base mm-hmm. before I had Twitter because I was I was already doing porn. I was I'd start doing Twitter because of porn. They're like, you need a market, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. But I was already nominated for an award before I had Twitter, so I was like, I should have fucking just did OnlyFans or, and, yeah. and just had it from the beginning and had like all the old rules and stuff like that. But you're right. A lot of people start OnlyFans and they're still a fan. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm still a fan. I still, I still pay for people's OnlyFans. I support my friends. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. Like, I mean, usually what ends up happening is they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you were subscribing to me, so let me give you, you know, you know, free whatever." And I'm like, "You don't have to. I'm paying mm-hmm. for your content because your content's good, and I want to watch it. And plus, and the money makes itself come back. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like a really cute couple in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm never gonna go there because it's too fucking far. But <laughs> it's a beautiful place, though. It's beautiful, Absolutely but beautiful. I'm never going there. <laughs> You know that already. I can't. I can't yeah. do it. Okay. I mean, I want. I want to film with them, but I'll probably have to meet them halfway. They're gorgeous. Yeah, you're gonna tell me their names later. Prince Dami and Josh. Prince Prince Dami and Josh. Yeah. Okay. They're so cute. They're adorable. They're like this um, this bear boy couple, mm-hmm. and like they're adorable and they're so cute and they do like really cute TikToks. Real okay. Yeah, that's another thing we haven't even tackled. I yet. need to learn. Yeah. I need to. I need like some little like. 19 20 year old yeah teach that's me. exactly what you need i was like teach me how to do this um because i tried i'm like wait a minute i'm like trying to do like the dance i'm like no i actually just spoke to derek klein mm-hmm. and derek was uh he gave me like a little bit of a quick tutorial on well this is what you have to do eventually apparently once you get out of the algorithm of um for you or something the for you page for you page you start your you can see that there's absolutely more than just people looking for attention the only thing i want to learn is how to bypass um the nsfw aspect because i've seen some oh, yeah. tiktoks no like, but oh. now so what happens is is for those not so good for work um if they get reported a lot and there's a lot of violations, when you go to follow them, it tells you like this person has been has violated a lot of has been, has done has a lot of violations. Do you still want to follow? I'm like, it's like wow. You also can't send messages on there. Like if they monitor your messages, like a friend of mine said, like I'm gonna beat your ass, and like it got actually wasn't able a to private message. Yeah, I don't know why people would want to do that then if they're in your private messages. They, that's weird. well certain word you're not allowed to use certain words okay so triggered certain, certain words so will, that's why they word things so odd on tiktok like they say like undead instead of like kill yourself or suicide like this person's oh. gonna undead themselves like un- unalive themselves that's what they say i'm like jesus okay I'm like god i hate how kids talk but then I'm yeah. like, now i realize it's because they're trying to bypass <laughs> tiktok oh, i mean man. i love it i think it's great i've also i mean this is uh, i feel very ashamed of this i've learned a lot from tiktok like I've, I've like I've seen a video like of some scientist explaining something. I'm like, okay, I have to go research this because this doesn't make any sense. And then you actually find articles that are 
peer-reviewed articles. Mm. These, and I'm like, okay, so the person wasn't lying. They're telling the truth. So there's some really good knowledge being spread on yeah. TikTok. And also really good recipes. I think I've cooked every dish. All those stupid feta dishes with tomatoes. <laughs> Sorry, this is going into a really bad direction. <laughs> it's okay. Let's go back to porn. Don't worry. We'll take it back to porn right now. Um, I want to um what's the what's the dirtiest thing you've ever done? Besides shit on someone's chest. Besides shit on someone's uh, chest. <laughs> I don't know. Um that you would relate. I feel like we should have you're are you a drinker? Do you drink? I love drinking. Actually, my boyfriend got me a ninja last night and I was making frozen margaritas Ooh. with um dragon fruit. It was mm. amazing. Fresh oh my god, dragon fruit. fruit. Oh, that sounds delicious. We got really fucked up. Oh my god, I want a margarita tonight. Yeah. But now, don't think you're getting away from my question. <laughs> oh, the dirtiest thing I've ever <laughs> the done. The dirtiest thing you've um, ever done that you're willing that you're willing to. Oh, I am, I'm open. To I, I yeah. can tell anything. I kind of figured. Um, besides shitting on someone's chest on purpose because they asked me to. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's dirty because like after being in porn for so long, everything feels like so. Oh, so then what's I've done fetish? Like I've done like you know guys trying to put cigars out on me or how does know, that feel? Not fun. I have scars. Um, and you were okay. Did you get extra? Did you get paid? Oh extra yeah, I got, for I got okay. paid extra for it. I mean, I didn't know they were going to do it, but um, it happened. Um, and then you know they like start. They were very apologetic afterwards, and they paid me extra. Uh, but yeah, you know. And scars. what is the cigar burn worth? Do you mind? I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I just. Um, I feel like you should have gotten compensated well. Can you just say you got compensated so like, well? I got. I got compensated. Decent. Okay. I mean, I've been definitely compensated more for less um, from just like someone hitting me too hard on the face. I've been compensated double what that person paid for me. But um, so I, you've gotten slapped. Oh yeah, I've I've had um, you know that might be easier. Why don't we run through some stuff that people have done to you or you yeah. done to people? So um, one guy wanted me to be. I I'm I'm naturally submissive mm. in in my real life. Um, so when this guy asked me to be his sub. For a cl- as a client, um, was, he was my client. He asked me to be a sub. He was very dominant, um, but he took it to a point where it's not dumb; it's abusive. And he paid me very handsomely. And I, I don't think I worked for a good while after that. I was like, I want to work. I'm good. I'm financially stable. Okay. And I was like, fuck. For being financially stable for a few months is not being financially stable. Mm. So I had to readjust my budget and go back to work. But. Yeah, clients tend to make mistakes. There are people. Um, I had one guy who I have a strict rule of no drugs. I mean, you can smoke weed and you can drink, but like no hardcore drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one client who broke the rule and he was slamming in the bathroom. He kept going to the bathroom and kept slamming. And um, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore because like I was worried that he was going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want my semen to be the last thing in your body when they discover your body. So oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it. Especially since he's, he's on the, um, he's on the Tony board. Like he's one of the person who like, he helps decide who wins a fucking Tony. And like, this guy's just slamming meth. Um, <laughs> and like, that's why my fucking, the girl that didn't win, she played Karen for mean girls and like, she didn't even get nominated. I was so mad. It was so, was is, this of, is piece, probably why it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Um, yeah, they all fucking do math. Um, but yeah, I don't want this guy's rich. He has a beautiful apartment. 
he owns a beautiful apartment. He has kids and a wife and he's on the Tony board. And if my cum is the last thing found inside his body, they're going to be looking for me. Mm. So I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this. Then he starts calling Brian Knight as his Brian Knight, I think replaced me for okay. a little bit. And then I think he got a couple of other people after me. I don't think anybody lasts long, but yeah, and that, so, was, that was after careful vetting, mind you. Like sometimes it takes a good like weeks to a month for me to meet a client. That requires careful vetting a lot. on their end, right? Um, yeah, I vet them. Oh, like, so you vet them? Okay. So like I, you know, I have my reverse phone search. I search up their phone numbers. Um, I search up the address they send me. See like stuff like that, and then I ask them a lot of questions, and then I try to send them trick questions, like trick them up to be like, okay, well. If it doesn't match up, you do know? you do that for your safety? I do it for my safety and also because it's a waste of fucking time and money. Like I had one guy make meet him at an address that it did exist, but the apartment number didn't exist in the building. And then he blocked me on WhatsApp. Also, I don't, I don't, I don't do WhatsApp unless you're in Europe. Um, but yeah, blocked me on WhatsApp. And then I called him from someone else's phone and then kept going through it. And I just, I, yeah, it was really annoying and, I do that for my safety and to protect my time and my money mm-hmm. because I'm also taking time away from my boyfriends and my cats and mm-hmm. my family and it's not worth it. Yeah. No, but yeah, I do. I vet heavy, like the client that I had in Paris, I two months, three months, I didn't need him. I was just talking to him every once in a while, finding out information, making sure he wasn't crazy. Cause I'm going to fly to Europe and be with him yeah. alone for you a week. End up in a basement somewhere for four years. Yeah. No, I was like, I was charging a lot of money. I made him also send me half the money I was charging him before I got there, just in case something did happen to me. But like, I was like, bitch, well, like, I'm not going to go to fucking Paris and then get stolen. I watch werewolf in in Paris. I see what that shit happened. I'm good. Do you have any clients or did you have any clients where you signed an NDA and then you were like, Oh fuck. I don't know if we've, I mean, we've discussed it a little bit, but do you have any of those or did you have any of those? I did have some very, um, I did sign some paperwork sometimes, but then there are other, I can talk about other people. Mm. So there are other people, um, there are people who I know who signed NDAs that shouldn't have signed NDAs because they could have helped the American government. Yes. I love you guys. And I understand why you didn't come forward and why you didn't violate your NDAs. My NDAs are superficial. And these people do not affect society. Mm. And I mean, they do, but not, not, they're not it's like fashion industry. Yeah. Like they're not, they're nothing, you know, in, in five years, no one's going to give a shit who the fuck they are. Mm. And they have no impact on politics, but you know who you are. You should have come forward. Mm. I love you guys. Do you have any of that? If we knew people would be like, Oh wow. I didn't know. Yeah. 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 You'll be like, Oh, makes sense. You'd be like, Oh, yeah. Wow. What do those experiences tend to be like? Um, since, uh, since I was raised as, I was raised very weird. I never had like idols or anybody to look up to. I never like stand anybody or like had like, oh my God. Yeah, like a fangirl moment. So when I meet people, so I grew up in New York. So when they're filming most of the time, like if they're filming something in my neighborhood and there's a famous person, I'm like, fuck. Like this is gonna make my commute terrible. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm never like, Oh my God, they're filming this show here. I can't wait. I'm going to take a photo. I'm like, no, don't take a fucking photo. Cause then they're going to think they could stay here and keep doing this. Like they took over one of our bars. There's a bar in, in Bushwick that's completely closed down and only used as a set for TV shows now. Really? Yeah. I loved it. It was such a good place, but now they film all the stupid shows there. I'm like, fuck. And it's always on the worst. Fuck. It's the worst street. 
<laughs> so no, when I meet, when I, when I have clients that are a little noteworthy, um, I don't treat them any different just because, I mean, you're still technically paying me for sex mm-hmm. and you're paying for a fantasy and I'm going to treat you how you want me to treat you. And if you want me to fan fanboy over you, I will, but I'm probably going to mess up because you're not giving me enough notice to even mm-hmm. look up your music and <laughs> it just happens. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm giving you a whole bunch of nothing. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, please. It's Are just, you kidding me? The nothing is just... That's like jerk off material. Okay. And just Especially like, for people who are, love that shit. I'm just, I always get curious because I'm always like, what's the big deal? Like we're living at a point where you can say you're gay and all so that stuff, but not apparently one, not. Yeah. Not one of my clients, but I heard a lot of stories about Neo, the, um, the R&B guy, the R&B singer. Yeah. The stories I hear about him with, with hookers and I'm like, oh, what? I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you signed an NDA. What a dumb bitch. I was mm. like, that one I would have. I would have fucking squealed on, but I mean, people technically are squealing and telling. Well, stories. yeah, they talk. People talk. Well, I mean, you're also gonna fucking slip up, especially Escorts if you're on talk. fuck escort. I mean, I've talked. We we all talk about you, but we, but yeah, but we're, not, we're not. We're also it's shop talk for us. It's like yeah. how you guys, everyone else talks about. Like, yeah, like servers in yeah. the serving industry or uh, trainers and stuff. It's yeah. also how we protect ourselves. Like yeah. if there's a rich, famous person who is not nice, who tends to hurt people. Like if you made my butthole bleed, I'm in a bad way and not mm. a good way. I'm going to tell other hookers who look like me. Cause I know he's going to hire someone who looks like me. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly for our protection, but also because it's all we have to talk about. So it's like, Oh, but yeah, no, I'll treat them exactly the same. Have you ever, and I'm sure it's happened, but have you ever had an escort uh, or a friend have, somebody that you were like oh wow what really him yeah 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 um, not, not even like in a way of like stan or anything well no just- for me um i was in florida um and uh, a friend of mine a really good friend of mine was their first time escorting and they landed you know pretty big deal i was like no fucking way i was like wife and kids i was like famous forever and he likes 19 year old boys mm go figure yeah. i mean oh shock rich old white guy but <laughs> loves 19 year old boys get it yeah make all that money make sure you get if you sign that nda make sure yeah make sure it, work it, it. Yeah. yeah i feel like you know we we do talk we tend to i i like this one because we're we're talking about escorts yeah. And escort stories. And I think those are very important. Well, they're becoming, well, they're becoming, it's becoming decriminalized in most states. Like I think New York's decriminalizing it mm-hmm. now. Um, Vegas decriminalized, I think Massachusetts, I believe. Yeah. Let's say people listen or younger 18 year olds, 19 year olds. God for not God forbid, but yeah. you know, a lot of times teenagers stumble start on young. stuff. What would you say? protection wise i know you, you do reverse lookups and you're 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 you take care of yourself what are some of the things I'm, that you can so say i'm not gonna give this as a guide to people who are young i'm just gonna give this as a guide in general mm-hmm. to people who escort um we everyone does it for their own reasons mm-hmm. um you know whether or not you're feeling hopeless or you know you, you can't hold a regular job or you know you're sick and tired of working for other people and you want to work for yourself um you always have to protect yourself um so what I do is I always have a battle buddy. Um, I share my location on my phone with 
um, a, a person who I know I can trust. Um, and I always give them like a little emoji, like, so it's always quick mm-hmm. and especially like now with my watch, everything's a lot quicker, but, um, so like if everything's okay, I send like a positive looking emoji. If things are not okay, I send a negative looking emoji. I don't, I don't have enough time to type words mm-hmm. and they're already on my frequently used. So that's usually how I, and then they know to ping me and like if something happens, they know to come save me. I don't carry weapons just because that can be taken from me and be used against me either by the person or if something does happen, it can be, you know, you're always in the wrong if you're a hooker. So if a cop comes and you know, something happened. Yeah. So I never carry weapons. Um, I'm capable of taking care of myself because I am a little bit on the bigger side or I was. Yeah. And I, I have some training, so I'm fine with that. But what I definitely suggest is always let someone know where you're going. Don't become another missing person. A lot of us go missing. Um, yeah, always share your location, have your battle buddy, try to vet your people before you meet them. I understand that's not always capable. You're not always capable of doing that, especially if you're doing a last minute client. I don't do a last minute clients, but I know a lot of people who do like they get hit up on rent men mm-hmm. and then they're expected to be bottom ready in 20 minutes and at the person's house. If you're safe and comfortable with doing that, do it. But, um, I don't personally feel safe doing that. And I've been doing this for three years and I still don't feel safe just stopping and going to someone's house. Try to vet, pay for a reverse phone search. It's not that expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a subscription for like $3 a month. It's not that bad. Just at least knowing the person's like name or the name of the person who owns that cell phone is a big enough deal. It's also in your internet search history. So if something happens, they can look it up that way. But it's a, that's a lot of scary, a lot of negative. Yeah. Um, Escoring is fun. Um, you meet crazy people, but you also meet really fun people mm-hmm. and great people. And then you make a lot of, I have, I have a lot of lifelong friends from escorting and also don't get into drugs. Please try that, to, I was just about please, to ask. Please don't, if a client ever offers you any drugs, don't do it. Even if it's weed, don't do their weed, have, do your own weed. Um, don't ever do math. Please don't do math. Mm. I don't want to lose any more friends. Yeah. I lose a lot of friends. And a lot of friends are dying from Coke right now because they're really, it's the tainted Coke. So it's like, Oh, okay. everyone's like doing Coke from people they don't know. And then they end up dying. So just, you know, take a little, like a month off from hard drugs. You do a little reset. Yeah. It'll be better when nice you go cleanse. back. On. Yeah. You'll be better when you go back onto it. Just, you know, wait till things are better, <laughs> please. I don't want to go to any more funerals. Yeah. It's been a rough year. It has been. 2020 is not, not the best. 2020, 2021. Oh, God. We're going into two years now. It's going to be 2022 soon. Yeah. I feel like Let's, it's just... Just reset. We don't need no hard drugs. Yeah. Let's hope for the next time we will have uh, better news. Yes, please. When it comes to uh, cultural, worldly things going on. Yeah. Um, when people want to find you, um, where are they so going? So, I'm... I use Instagram mostly. Um, so at TankerBear88. I know it's not Atlas Grant. It's TankerBear88. Um, or if you want to see me on Twitter and see some XXX content for free, um, on Twitter, it's um, at Atlas underscore Grant XXX. And there's like, I post funny memes. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so I'm most active on on Instagram. I'm going to try TikTok, and it's Atlas Grant on TikTok. But um, I'm going to try it. But yeah, if you want to reach out, I talk to everybody on Instagram. So if you send me a message, it might take me like a couple, like a day, two days, but I will, I try to answer everybody as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And I try to, you know, 
I mean, most people ask me really in-depth questions. So I have to like, whoa, I just sit down and like, and think about it first. Like, second. Oh shit. Why are you asking me? That? <laughs> like, did I do that? <laughs> um, what about, uh, Oh, only fans is, um, only fans, XXX. I mean, only fans, Atlas Grant backslash Atlas Grant XXX or okay. something like that or Atlas Grant. It's it's in my 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 link tree on my Instagram. You do have a link tree, yes. Yes. Well, no, just because I feel I'm I'm not good. I'm not good with social media. I'm old. I'm 33. <laughs> that is not old. I'm please. 33. 33. Feel, come on. I feel like I was like I remember when computers were invented. I was like <laughs> I was like oh the cell phone. It was like back in my day. Like you, kids now are like, oh, like why do you, why do you have a like a house why do you phone? have a flip phone? I was like, why? <laughs> well, my my boyfriend loves his sidekick, so he still has a sidekick. He doesn't use it, but he has it for like relic. Mm. But like, I still have like a landline. Like really, at, at not, not, not at my new place. So I, have, I still have access to my parent, my family house in Williamsburg. Um, but there's like a landline there, and I remember that phone number, and that's the phone number I get people. You'll never forget that. No. But I'm like, I had that. I grew up with that. I had to remember my phone numbers growing up. Well, so, yeah. Well, you'll never forget it. I still yeah. remember my phone number. I remember everyone's phone number in my family and my 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 first friends. Something in 2004, 2005, that's when I started forgetting everybody's numbers. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Um, so good seeing everyone. Yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. It's I appreciate so it. I know it has. Um, we'll be shooting a little more mm. now that you're back in. We didn't We didn't speak. Well, no, you did take a break, but now you're back. Yeah. You're doing a couple things. and I'm trying. I'm testing the waters to see if I'm still porn worthy and if I'm still like being received well and like whether or not people even want to watch it. So it's like people we'll want to watch it. I don't know. I mean, I'm also one guy told me he's like 19. He's like, he said he grew up watching me. You're at that stage now, <laughs> but but wait, you've you've been doing it for what four years now? Four. It's okay, gonna, well think about it. Like five years. So yeah, he was like fifteen. Okay, so. so yeah, so he did technically grow up watching you, but that doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's panic attack. I was well, like, I'm thirty. Yeah, there are people now that are twenty three. That no wait, twenty three, twenty eight, maybe twenty nine. That were watching stuff I did in 2007, 2008, and I it's I like, was watching it too. But. Wow, because that's very different. Because that means. A whole generation's grown up watching that. So everything that we do has an effect. We don't feel it because we're doing it. I still feel like I'm new. Yeah, you're like because I'm looking. I'm like, oh, Rocco. Are, for me, I'm like Rocco Steele, Brad Calvo, you know, Carlo Masi, Adam Champ, like all those people. Those are icons, and they've been doing. Like I grew up watching them. But That's then, funny. But though, I'm trying to I did one of Rocco's first scenes. That's my dear. Isn't that crazy? I love him. <laughs> he's such a good guy. He is. He's he, a good guy. He always looks out for me. Like, I want him on the podcast. That might that might be difficult. I've um, I've asked him. He doesn't want to talk about anything porn related. But I told him we talk a little bit about porn, and then everything else is he travel. So he, d- in his defense, he travels a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never in a city for more than like a week or two. Um, but he's based in New York. Kind, like kind of. I don't know. Like maybe. Mm. I don't even know how to say where he's based out of That's because what, we'll he's never yeah. there. He's um like he was in Italy for like months and then he was in Ohio. I mm-hmm. did a, his anniversary, his 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary of him coming out was in Ohio. So he had an event there and we were there for a while. He wasn't even there for more than a week. He said hi to his family and then, you know, went well, off to like yeah. Malta. Do it. Yeah. I was like, bitch, go to Malta. So yeah. Um, everybody Atlas Grant, uh, you know where to find him. Uh, my name is Ike Grande, and uh, we are on Spotify. We are on YouTube, every single podcast directory. Listen. Yeah, listen. Keep listening. Um, 
we want to give get, you more interesting stories yeah and they're just gonna get better and better and i've been launching a whole bunch of stuff like little videos and stuff that i'm working on i'm researching I'm, i've been reading so much uh because there's videos on poppers there's videos on the history i'm, I'm gonna try and get into the history of gay porn this season and um uh, you yeah. talk about like the black and white era. Oh, they do the yeah. cake videos. Well, that there's uh, a lot of directors that I spoke to. I spoke to Bruce LaBruce not just uh, not too long ago. That's fun. So you guys know where to find me, Atlas Grant, Ike Grande. If you've watched gay porn, we've definitely helped you get off. <laughs> Cheers.